0: It's Nick's birthday this week okay. and his dad's. Oh my gosh, chocolate. Oh. So I'm cooking a special lunch with all of their favorites. Some chicken tacos for Nick served with the Moroccan carrot salad. Dessert will be rich and delicious chocolate cake for Nick's chocoholic dad. And for an edible gift, hazelnut sugar cookie cereal. Oh my gosh. Nick is crazy about his cereal. I'm so excited. Hey, this is me, Molly i I'm a cookbook author and food blogger. This is my husband, Nick. And this is our home, our farm on the North Dakota, Minnesota border. The place where I eat, sleep, and breathe food. My food is a delicious mix of my Chinese and Jewish heritage and a taste of the Midwest. For a little present for Nick, I am making him my cookie cereal with mini meringues. It's gonna be crunchy and sweet, just like a good cereal should be, but it's gonna be better since it's gonna be homemade. So the first step I'm gonna do is I'm gonna cook some sugar. I'm gonna warm it so that it caramelizes a little bit, which will add nice flavor to the meringues. It'll also help them hold their shape better. I have 3 quarters of a cup of sugar that I'm adding to my sheet pan, and I'm gonna warm it for about six to eight minutes at 400 degrees until the edges start to turn brown. And while that bakes, I'll get started with my egg whites. I've got two large eggs here. And they've been sitting at room temperature for a little bit because room temperature egg whites beat up better and fluffier. And I'm gonna separate them into my bowl. And I wanna be careful not to get any of the yolks into the egg whites because even just the tiniest bit will prevent them from beating up fluffy. And now I'm gonna get them frothy. The egg whites are starting to foam up. There are some slightly larger air bubbles in there. My sugar is looking nice and caramelized at the edges, so it's ready. And now I'm going to carefully lift up the paper so that I can funnel it into the meringues. I'll also flavor it with a quarter teaspoon of almond extract. And I like adding some color to my cereal, so I'm going to add a drop of red food coloring. Mmm, it's so bright! And I'm going to let this mix until it forms stiff, glossy peaks and the mixture is cool. Hey! Look at how stiff that peak is. That is perfect. That's what I'm looking for. I'm ready to pipe out my meringues. So I'll scrape my mixture into my piping bag. I think Nick is gonna freak out when he sees this. He loves cereal so much. He has cereal almost every day. He usually doesn't come in for dinner until like eight or a little bit later. And so at five, he has kind of a midway snack to tie him over. My piping bag is filled, and I'm ready to pipe out my meringues. I'm gonna pipe little baby dollops all over my pan, about a bazillion of them. The only two things I really need to keep in mind while I'm piping these out is to leave some space in between each of them so that they can get evenly cooked on all sides. And also in the oven, they are gonna shrink down just the slightest bit, so I'm piping them kind of on the larger side, knowing that they're gonna get smaller in the oven. So the idea for homemade cereal was not my own. It was actually a blog reader who wrote to me and said, I don't know if you take recipe requests, but I think it'd be really fun if you made homemade cereal. And I was like, that's brilliant because people make homemade granola all the time, but nostalgic cookie-ish cereal? I've never seen that. My hand's a little sore, but it's totally worth it. They're ready to be baked. I'm gonna stick them in the oven at 225 for 20 minutes until they're pale and firm. My meringues are looking super cute and really crisp. I'm gonna let these cool while I mix together the rest of my cereal. I've got chocolate chips and a bunch of mini sugar cookies that I made using just a basic sugar cookie recipe. And I've allowed them to get extremely crispy in the oven so that they don't get soggy when they go in the milk. A lot of love went into this cereal because you can see how many little cookies there are, and I stamped them all out with this one tiny cookie cutter. I'm happy to do it in the name of love. And next, I'm gonna add some toasted coconut flakes, some toasted chopped hazelnuts. Gotta get some protein into Nick to keep him going through the end of the day. And some dried cherries. I love the chewiness that they add. And honestly, take whatever liberties you like with this. You're basically making a sweet trail mix. So any nuts or dried fruit or anything else that you might put in a trail mix would be great. Chocolate chips. And I'm just eyeballing all of these. And now I'll add my meringues. I just love the look of these cute meringues mixed in with that cereal. So much fun and they add such whimsy. Okay, they're kind of delicate. So when I mix this up, I'm just going to gently fold everything together. And this is such a fun gift, it has a great shelf life because of how dry the cookies and the meringues are. I want to taste this, I'm going to get milk. Here I go. Oh yeah, that is like some fancy cereal. I'm going to put it in a nice little jar and wrap it up and that'll be one of his birthday presents. My Moroccan carrot salad is gonna be a great colorful side for my tacos. It's a little sweet from some carrots, it's got a kick from harissa, and it's a really easy make-ahead dish. I'm gonna boil these until they're tender. Depending on the size of the carrots, it'll take about 10 to 20 minutes. And while these boil, I'll mix up my harissa dressing. I've got a lemon, and some harissa, which is a Moroccan pepper paste that's smoky and it's not too spicy. I'm gonna add a good glug of olive oil. This will coat the carrots and make them shiny and bring the dressing together. I'll add about a tablespoon of harissa and some garlic. And the acidity from the lemon is gonna mellow out the garlic. So even though I'm adding quite a bit of raw garlic, it's all gonna come together nicely. I'll add this to my bowl. I'm gonna add the juice of half a lemon. I'll season it with salt and pepper. Carrots are hearty, starchy vegetables, so they need quite a bit of salt. I'm gonna start with 3 quarters of a teaspoon, and then I'll taste it and then add more as needed. I'm gonna stir this up. Okay, my carrots should be perfectly tender, so now I'll drain them. Now I'll slice these carrots up into half-inch coins. And the reason that I like boiling the carrots before chopping them is because it's easier to prevent them from getting mushier that way, and it's also easier to slice them when they're a little soft. I'll add them to my bowl with the dressing, and then I'll toss them around and get them evenly coated with all of this harissa goodness. Now these flavors are just gonna continue to develop over time, so I like baking this salad in advance, Now I'm going to add some finely chopped fresh parsley and cilantro. Okay, I want to taste this to make sure all the seasonings are correct. Mmm, it's such a great combination. Of the sweetness from the carrots and that smokiness from the harissa. This is going to be a great side dish. Okay, I'm going to plate this up. Now I'm going to finish this with some toasted sesame seeds. Gorgeous. And that's it. I am making one of my most delicious birthday cakes for Nick and his dad, Roger. My chocolate tahini cake with tahini frosting. It's rich and moist, and in the words of Nick's dad, it's E for exquisite. I'm gonna start by mixing up my dry ingredients. One and three quarters of a cup of all-purpose flour and the same amount of sugar, one and three quarters of a cup. Now I'll add a cup of unsweetened cocoa powder, I'm mostly making this cake for Nick's dad because Nick's dad is obsessed with chocolate cake. And now I'll add one and a half teaspoons each of salt, baking powder, and baking soda. And I'll whisk to combine. mine. Nick is just like his dad with chocolate. He has one piece every single day, for health purposes. Next, I'll mix up my wet ingredients. I'll crack two large eggs into my bowl And now I'll add one cup of whole milk. And a quarter cup of oil will make it nice and moist. A tablespoon of vanilla extract is gonna build on the flavor. It seems like a lot of vanilla, but it really holds up with all these other strong flavors. And time for the magic ingredient, the tahini. Tahini is ground sesame paste, and about half a cup will do. This is a cake where you could sub out the tahini for peanut butter or any nut butter really. I'm gonna whisk this together till it's nice and smooth and combined. And I'm gonna pour my wet ingredients into my dry ingredients now. And I have a pot of hot coffee standing by. The coffee is gonna enhance that chocolate flavor. It's gonna make it chocolatier. That's a word, right? The fact that it's hot will help the cocoa powder dissolve into the batter, and the reason that I'm adding it at the end is because I don't want any hot coffee cooking and scrambling my eggs. I'm adding three quarters of a cup of coffee, and I'll mix this in. Mm, it's smelling good. I love making cake. So this batter is really versatile. You could bake it in cupcake tins or as a sheet cake or in any different size of round layer cake. I'm gonna be doing two 8-inch round cakes. And then I'll stack them up and frost them all over. Now I'll bake these at 350 for 28 to 30 minutes until a toothpick inserted into the center comes out clean. Mm -hmm. looks like a chocolate cake. Smells like a chocolate cake. We're in great shape. I'll let these cool while I make my tahini frosting. I'll start with some softened butter in a deep mixing bowl with about a cup of tahini and mix it up. Now I'll add four cups of powdered sugar and I'll continue to mix. Now I'll add a pinch of salt, some vanilla extract and a little bit of cinnamon. I'll mix this up. Now I'll level my cakes and start decorating. I want an even top of my cake. So I'm gonna take my big serrated knife and carefully saw off the dome that's on top. And this is a really important piece of cake because you get to taste it. So I always have a bowl for my cake scraps. Just knock on while I'm hard at work. Beautiful. I have my rotating cake wheel here. So I'll just position this right in the center. And now I'm gonna add a nice thick layer of frosting to the top of this cake. I'm gonna spread it all the way to the edges and even a little past. Because once I get my second layer of cake on, I can just scrape that down. And that's easier than trying to fill it in the cracks. And now I'm gonna get my second layer of cake on. So I'm gonna line it up as evenly as I can. I could frost cake all day long. Okay. Now I'm going to get a nice big plop of frosting onto the top of my cake, and I'll spread it around, allowing it to fall down the sides. And next, I'll start adding frosting to my sides. Now that I have a big, thick layer of frosting around the sides, I'm gonna scrape it down with my bench scraper to get it extra smooth. I'm gonna leave the top edges rustic because I love that look, and now I'm gonna grab my marzipan. I've kneaded some marzipan with some gel food coloring to get these pretty colors. I'm just gonna roll this up into balls and make a little marzipan garland. Tacos are Nick's all-time favorite food in the world. So for his birthday, I am making him my chicken shawarma tacos. These tacos are gonna be filled with the warm flavors of my chicken shawarma, a creamy nutty tahini dressing cooling, crunchy cucumber salsa, all wrapped up in a chewy flour tortilla. To create the shawarma flavor, I rubbed my chicken thighs with a mix of garam masala, curry powder, chicken bouillon, and salt. Garam masala is a widely available Indian spice blend that has a ton of warm, savory flavors. I'm gonna roast these at 400 degrees for about 25 minutes until they're cooked through, and meanwhile, I will make the rest of my taco toppings. Every taco needs a crunch, and this cucumber salsa is gonna play that role. I'm also gonna toast up some coriander seeds and cumin seeds to add. I'll toast them in my pan until they start to smell good. Just a few minutes. And now I'll chop up my cucumbers. I have two English cucumbers. English cucumbers are the best. Their texture is snappier, and they're slightly sweeter. I'm gonna have these, and then I'm quartering them lengthwise and that'll make it easier to deseed them. And I'm just dicing up my cucumbers. Next, I'm gonna chop up half of my onion, and I'm gonna save the other half to slice up and fry with the chicken. And the salsa's gotta have a little heat, so I'm gonna chop up a jalapeno. And I'm adding this. And the last thing I'm gonna chop is some fresh parsley and fresh cilantro. I'm gonna add some lemon juice for acidity, and I'm holding on to the other half of my lemon for my tahini sauce. I'll season with salt and pepper, and then I'll add some cayenne pepper to bump up that heat, a good drizzle of olive oil. And lastly, I'll grab my coriander seeds and cumin seeds, which are smelling really nice and toasty, and I'm gonna pour them into my mortar and pestle, and then I'm gonna coarsely crush them. And if you don't have a mortar and pestle, you could pour these into a zip-top bag and smash them with the back of a cast iron pan or any heavy blunt object. Now I'm gonna sprinkle these in. Okay, and I'll mix it up. And then I'll check for all my seasonings to make sure that there's enough of everything. I'll give it a taste. Mmm. I need a little bit more pepper. Okay, I'm gonna set this aside and then I'll mix up my tahini sauce, which will add nice creaminess to the tacos. My tahini sauce will be the perfect creamy topping on top of my tacos. I'll combine tahini, water, lemon juice, seasoned with salt and pepper, and mix it up until it's creamy. Okay, I can smell the curry on that chicken. It smells amazing. Mm. Now I wanna get some texture on it, so I'm gonna chop it up and fry it with some onions so that the edges get crispy. So I'll just slice up my onion, and I'm gonna add it to a hot pan with a little olive oil. And now I'm gonna slice up my chicken into bite-sized pieces. Now I love using chicken thighs because they're so juicy and flavorful, but occasionally I'll sub out chicken thighs for cauliflower florets, and it works really well. And I'll toss this around to get the onion mixed up into the chicken. Typically when you see shawarma, it's those big wheels of meat that rotate and it gets shaved off in little pieces. This is just a really easy at-home version. It is smelling so good in here. Now there are a lot of really flavorful juices left in the pan that I roasted the chicken in. So I'm gonna drizzle those over my pan. I'm gonna season it with some salt and pepper and then I've gotta taste this. There is so much depth to that flavor. It's great and warm. I'll let them assemble their own tacos at the table. This is gonna make one fantastic taco. (laughs) Go ahead and start building your tacos. These are chicken shawarma. Oh my And then the sauces are tahini sauce, a cucumber salsa, and we also have some Moroccan carrots. It's so colorful. It's just so bright and festive for a birthday party. Exactly the plan. Mmm. I could so eat so six good. of these. The carrots look great, Molly. Yeah. So how He's old are you today? I'm 32. <gasps> oh my goodness. And dad. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, time for the cake. Oh man. So it's chocolate on the inside and the frosting is tahini. Oh my gosh, chocolate. Oh. Okay. Just for you. Oh my gosh, that is good. <laughs> and one more surprise. What you got there, Molly? Homemade cookie oh cereal, God. With a mini oh. eggs. Oh, <laughs> awesome. oh. oh my gosh! Yeah. Thank you so much. <laughs> this won't last long at all.